You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Greetings, beloved. In the matchless name of King Jesus, I hope you are having a great day today, a great week this week, a great month this month, a great year this year. Indeed, it is my hope that the power of God is resting upon you and you are enjoying His anointings, His blessings that He provides for His people each and every day. Does not negate our suffering, does not negate adversities, trials, and difficulties, but it does mean that we can flourish and thrive even in the midst of the most extreme and difficult circumstances. Those who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will even suffer persecution, Paul wrote to the Apostle Timothy, or the Apostle Paul wrote to the Pastor Timothy. So we are not promised a bed of roses. Although in our human uh, situations, we often prefer that. <laughs> well, today, uh, it is great to be back with you. Uh, welcome to another edition of, of Doctrine and Duty with uh, me, uh, Pastor Brian Ray. And I'm thankful that you have tuned in. I'm thankful that you have subscribed. Um, I'm thankful that you are enjoying uh, tuning in to this podcast, weekly podcast ministry. We are working our way through the abstract of principles from uh, the abstract of principles from 1858. And this week, we have arrived at section nine, which is the section on repentance. And um, just just some truths uh, that we see here in this section. Um, it says this, Repentance is an evangelical grace wherein a person being by the Holy Spirit made sensible of the manifold evil of his sin, humbleth himself for it with godly sorrow, detestation of it, and self-abhorrence, with a purpose and endeavor to walk before God so as to please Him in all things. Some people read that and say, oh, that's not very um, friendly, that's not very nice, those aren't happy terms. Um, that definitely weren't written by anyone who is a part of the current woke culture, obviously. But I love the terminology. I love the harshness and extremeness of it because I think so many times we make light of sin. But one thing that we know is that God never makes light of sin. The Word of God never makes light of sin. There are only a couple of folks who make light of sin, humans and Satan. So, classify ourselves. We are humans. In the Baptist Faith and Message uh, 2000, it says, Repentance is a genuine turning from sin toward God. Now, what's interesting about repentance in this turning from sin, away from sin, I would add, and self, and turning toward God, is that it is both a, a one-time and a continual um, task of believers. So, it's a one-time situation in that uh, there is that one moment that believers commit their lives to Christ, that one defining moment of repentance where we realize by the power of the Holy Spirit, ah, I'm a wretch, I'm a depraved sinner, I'm a rebel against a holy God, and I need to be saved. And so we turn at that moment away from our sins and ourselves, and we trust Christ as personal Savior and Lord. But So there's that one-time deal, but then continually, daily, we are to be continually turning away from sin and self because we're humans, we're going to sin, we have a sin nature, and we choose to sin. We sin by nature and by choice, right? 
So daily we need to be repenting of our sins. It is not a repentance unto salvation because that happens at the moment of our conversion, but it is a daily repentance. So repentance is a genuine turning from sin toward God, both at the moment of our conversion and on a daily basis. So who convicts us of sin? Great question. The Holy Spirit convicts us of sin, and we as sinners respond in repentance toward God and faith in Jesus as Lord at that moment of conversion. And, and, and that's kind of the double, the double side of the same coin, repentance being the coin, and then repentance unto salvation, and then repentance unto good works, uh, which is daily. The Scripture does speak the word repentance in Matthew 4, verse 17. It says, From that time Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. There's always been a need for people to repent. There will always be a need for people to repent. We are a sinful people. Just like I shared earlier, we sin by nature and we sin by choice. Uh, as we travel over to Luke's Gospel, in Luke's Gospel chapter 13, in verse number 3, Jesus is preaching and he is talking about repenting and perishing. And he tells a story about, about Pilate and the Galileans. And then in verse 3, he answers his question. He says, No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. So someone would ask, if Jesus is so extreme, I would say clear, about repentance, is repentance a requirement for salvation? Well, yes, absolutely, 100%. It goes along with conversion, regeneration, redemption. Now, as we go back to... Um, our document, 1858, section 9 on repentance, it says this, repentance is an evangelical grace. Um, the word evangelical is interesting. It's used a lot differently today than more than likely it was back then. Um, back then it would have meant basically biblical grace, um, a, a grace that is understood amongst uh, Christendom. Now, the word evangelical is a broad term that's used very loosely to incorporate almost anyone who claims uh, knowledge of God and salvation, no matter what they believe about anything else. So it's opened up way too widely in our day. But in this instance, obviously it's accurate. Repentance is an evangelical grace. And if you think about it, it is the grace of God and the mercy of God that we would be able to repent that we would even have the option, that we would even have the command, that we would even have the availability, the opportunity to repent. And so repentance is a grace. It is a grace from God, a grace gift from God that goes along with um, our salvation. And then it says this, and it words it obviously differently grammar-wise. It says, we're in a person being by the Holy Spirit made sensible of the manifold evil of his sin. We would probably say repentance is, is a, a grace gift of God uh, wherein the Holy Spirit works in such a way in the person's life that he has made um, to understand the depravity of his soul. We might say something like that. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with the way it's worded. It's just a little bit different gr grammarily, grammatically, hmm, yeah, speaking. So repentance is an evangelical grace wherein a person being by the Holy Spirit, and that's where we get, obviously, the, the point that this is a work of the Holy Spirit, is made sensible of the manifold evil of his sin. So prior to getting saved, the Holy Spirit draws us, convicts us of our sin, and, and we realize we're made sensible 
of the manifold evil of our sin. In other words, it's not just like we told a little white lie, which there's no such thing, by the way. A lie is a lie is a lie. Oh, yeah, well, I sin a little. I mean, everybody does, but I'm not bad. No, whenever you come to know Christ through repentance and faith, the conviction power of the Holy Spirit teaches you, woe is me. As Isaiah would say, woe is me, for I am undone. I, I am I am unclean in heart, mind, and mouth, is the way we would probably describe it. We're made sensible of the huge depravity in our hearts. And as a result of that, the next phrase, it says, humbleth himself. Well, that obviously we mean humbles himself uh, for it. Uh, we humble ourselves over our depravity. And we do so with a godly sorrow. Not just, ah, sorry, and then move on. Or, yeah, I'll, t I'll get saved. Yeah, I want to go to heaven. Sure, let's do it. Let's pray this prayer. Hot dog. Here we are. But there's a godly sorrow that accompanies repentance and salvation, a godly sorrow over our sins, a, a humbling, a, a prostrating ourselves before God, a detestation of it. I love, I love that word. We should despise and detest we should, our sin. We should see our sin as despicable, as horrible, an affront to a holy God, an affront to a gracious and merciful Savior, and then self-abhorrence, that we should simply hate our sin. God hates sin. We too should hate our sin. We should feel about sin the way God feels about sin, and God never takes sin lightly. He goes on to say, with a purpose and endeavor to walk before God. I love that, because that really takes us um, a step further than just the repentance unto salvation uh, issue. It takes us into the repentance unto good works, with a purpose and endeavor to walk before God. So we don't get saved just to, as one preacher said, sit, soak, and sour. We get saved to serve God. And so our purpose and endeavor in life is to walk with God, to do the will of God, to live glorious, victorious lives, to live with the joy of the Lord as our strength, to live with the purpose of the glory of God as what directs us in life. So I love what it says as we abhor our sin and we have godly sorrow and we detest our sin and we repent of it and turn towards Christ with this purpose and endeavor not to be miserable, but to be faithful. And it says this, so as to please Him in all things. That is the purpose of the people of God, is that we would serve God all of our days and live for the glory of God. Wow! Woo! I don't know if I've told you this lately, but I love doctrine and duty. Uh, by the way, uh, I mean the issues, um, but also love the podcast, and I hope you do as well. So let us be a humbly repentant people and whenever we humbly repent, we become much more dependent upon our Lord. And so let us be faithful. Let us be obedient. Let us be worshipful. That's how it affects our duty. Uh, we are to repent unto salvation at the moment of our conversion, but we are to repent unto good works daily. Listen, I love you. I don't know if anybody's told you that lately. I love you. More than that, King Jesus loves you. Let us be faithful in serving him. And um, find that local church that believes the Bible and preaches and teaches the Bible. Uh, and get away from the ones that don't. 
And if you're anywhere around the Hampton Roads area, come join us here at Alexander Baptist Church, 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23321. All right. Listen, you take care. Goodbye. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church, located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.